Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Gentlemen, it is the Tiger Woods Show right here on the Believe Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. How are we doing? Happy holidays to you and yours. Cam Rogers coming at you alongside Bridget Whalen for yet another edition of this show. We, of course, are your Tiger Woods experts here for you to crunch the analysis, and I guess we can be Charlie Woods experts as well as Tiger's son is now really forming as a fantastic golfer, at least at age 11. He is looking pretty darn good. Feel free to hit us up on social media. I'm on Twitter at MrRogers99 and on Instagram at MrRogers98. You can follow Bridget on Twitter and Instagram at Bridget K. Whalen. We are talking about the PNC Championship that transpired last weekend. Hopefully you guys had a chance to check it out. It was really interesting to watch Tiger and Charlie in their first ever competitive nationally televised golf event. The two really bonded well and as Tiger said, Memories for a lifetime. So we'll talk about that on this show. A bit of a shorter show here with the holiday week and all. And of course, I'm sure you all are running around wrapping up your last minute Christmas gifts. So you don't want to hear from me uh, for too long. Of course, we can never get enough Bridget Whalen. We'll bring her in here in a second. But first, of course, we are presented by betonline.ag. The NFL playoff push is on. You might not be at the game this year, of course, but you can still be in on the action. At Bet Online, of course, game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino as well, which never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all of the great sign up bonuses. Betonline.ag and sign up today. Hello, Bridget. Happy holidays to you. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Happy holidays to you. I'm doing well. I'm in the frozen tundra of Connecticut. You're back. I am back here. (laughs) Uh, Reluctantly. Um, It is freezing. It is covered in snow. I landed and it was snowing. It was like, what is going on? Uh, This isn't my favorite place to be but that's only because of the weather other than that I'm doing great (laughs) hey let me ask you I don't think I've ever asked you this but you love to run and you know during these cold temperature times in Connecticut for example like do you run outside or you still like brave the elements yeah I run outside I'm like known as the crazy running girl in these parts um i run when there is a foot of snow on the ground i run in blizzards i've i've actually been seen running in snow in shorts there is documentation wow i uh i get a lot of waves i am um i'm like the, the the i'm like the village idiot a little bit i guess you could say and like i'm saying it about myself so i can say that Yes, I will run every day here, no matter what the weather. Uh, I kind of just grin and bear it. 
<laughs> but that could be like my number one reason as to why I do not like residing in an area that gets, um, you know, freezing temperatures and just snow in general. I could do without snow for the rest of my life, to be honest. Says the Florida girl, of course, that makes sense. Uh, but right. I mean, blizzards, even blizzards, snow, I mean, you're still going out there. I mean, that's pretty impressive. That can't be enjoyable, but apparently it is for you. I mean, I've come back from runs where my eyelashes are frozen together. <laughs> oh my you know, God. You never know how much your eye, like how much water your eyes produce until you have immersed yourself into a 14 degree experience while jogging. I, yeah, I've literally come back with icicles on my eyebrows, on my eyelashes. I have slipped a few times. I've, I've definitely fallen in the street more times than I'd like to admit. And it's not fun to slip on ice, no. but I get up and I continue running. I've never been seriously injured running in the snow. Um, I'm definitely very, very careful. I don't run if there's like black ice. I, I typically run at a time where I could see what I'm doing. I'm not someone who runs like super early in the morning or late in the day. So I think that's the key to success if you're going to run in inclement weather. Um, but a good snow run, it, it really, it's enjoyable if there's not a lot of accumulation on the ground. You get to like uh, an interesting point when you're like trekking it through like a few inches that that's not enjoyable. But if the roads are like quasi clear or if the snow has just started, it's not that bad. You just got to wear a lot of clothing, I guess, would be my advice. For right, as long there. as you can see where your foot is landing, I think Correct. that's the only threshold for you to go out and run. So, And the key also is not actually to wear like too many, like one layer things. It's like building layer upon layer because you do get hot when you run. So like it's nice sure. to be able to like take a layer off or take a couple layers off. Uh, but yeah, this is not the best running weather, and I already miss Florida. I've been here for less than 24 hours. <laughs> and there you have it. At least you're with family, so there is that. All right, uh, speaking of family, PNC Championship, father-son uh, sort of event, if you will. We've talked about it many a times the last couple of weeks here. Team Thomas, victorious, carding 15 total birdies. That, of course, is for Justin Thomas and his dad, Mike. They finished the tournament with a 15 under 57 and a 36 hole aggregate of 25 under 119. By the way, Lee Trevino, who's 81 and the only player to have competed in all 23 of these PNC championships, teamed up with his son, Daniel, to shoot a 13 under 59 and finish tied for third, his best result in this event. So. Perhaps as you get older, maybe you're even better at the PNC Championship. I don't know, but that's a pretty good little nugget of information there. Of course, Tiger and Charlie in competition, finishing seventh. And I was truly impressed with them. We'll get to them in a second here. But Bridget, you have to be somewhat happy about Justin Thomas winning again. I don't know how I overlooked that the, the world number three player was in the field. I like, why didn't I go with Justin Thomas and Mike? I'm so confused what happened with my pick there. Yeah, because you went for the dailies, right? I went for the dailies. Yeah. Like, what, what was that? I, I honestly 
the hoopla around Charlie, I was only focused on the Woodses in that pairing. I think that I just totally obliterated Justin Thomas's and his dad's chance, who's his coach and a PGA professional. Right. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> what, what, was, what happened there? And they what? were the betting favorites, by the way. Yeah, I don't know what I was doing. I was, I definitely, I, I w had a little moment yesterday where I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why didn't, what? Justin Thomas is in the field. Did Justin I miss this? Thomas? Yeah, I was like, Justin Thomas is in the field. Right, okay. This makes sense. I wasn't shocked that they won. I did think that it was funny what Mike Thomas said about his pairing on Saturday as to, kind of gave him a little bit of nerves he was playing with tiger woods i was like wow that's hilarious and right. then so he came out on sunday and he was a little more relaxed that that was pretty good even mike thomas is nervous around the big cat it was pretty that was a pretty cool statement from him all right you mentioned lee trevino which is great awesome I was shocked he had a 28-year-old son. Somewhere I missed that Lee Trevino had a baby when he was 53. I, that was like, wait, what? And then I went into this deep dive of Lee Trevino as a father. He has been married multiple times. He has a lot of children. He has four children from a previous marriage. So this kid, Daniel, mm. is kind of like his do it over, his like try to be a good dad. Because I guess when he was on the tour circuit, sort of doing his own thing. He really was kind of an absent father. So this is awesome now to hear the story of him and Daniel and, and seeing them play. That was, that's insane that he's 81 years old and he could just go out there with his son and like, yeah, let's just casually make a ton of birdies. Like that's, that's pretty cool to have with your dad. Yeah. My finishing. Go ahead. No, say, what, what were you going to say? Yeah. I was just going to say 13 under 59 to finish uh, type of third is pretty damn impressive even if maybe daniel had a lot to do with that who cares right. lee trevino is 81 <laughs> yeah i mean either way i yes i do think that his son was holding his own but seeing some of those shots that lee hit that's just that's crazy 81 years old i like i don't it's so weird to compare the lee trevino 81 year old to your run-of-the-mill 81 year olds it's just their leaps and bounds different so the age 81 is just astonishing that he's still getting out there. He could, I mean, walking for 18 holes is just crazy. Two days in a row. I know it's exhibition, but like it's competitive. Like the, it's the same thing, same environment. It, it's a pretty cool, that was pretty cool to see. My other uh, little cool moment from this past weekend was Nick Price's son's hair. <laughs> That mm. was crazy. He's like a rock star. And I know Nick Price has a good flow, but like that, to see his son with that hair, I like every single time the camera cut to them, I was like, wow, all right. Whoa, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at him now. Look at those locks. My <laughs> oh, goodness. yeah. And he did the whole like one side to the other side. Like he was showing them off. They were on his shoulders the whole weekend. <laughs> was uh it was pretty uh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, he's letting it rage. There's no doubt about it. Quarantine hair to the max here for Greg Price. Needless That's to say. That's for sure. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was a good event. I think it was nice. I like these fun little side events. We've talked about the matches before. I love those. I love something like this just to kind of mix it up a little bit, especially during this off time for the PGA Tour. But let's get to the main event. Tiger Woods 
Charlie Woods, and really what was an intriguing display of golf from both of them, particularly Charlie, of course, because we have less data on him, we have less film on him, and we got two full days of Charlie Woods golf. And I got to tell you, his move is fantastic. I mean, it is just so fluid. He has this somewhat shut club face at the top, and then he fires his hips to really square it at impact. And he has that full turn Bridget that Tiger had in the early 2000s. If you guys remember during the highlights where Charlie set up that eagle opportunity, that approach shot, that was like a complete draw type of swing where he just totally turned hard. And that's something that Tiger did a lot in the 2000s. Now Tiger kind of has like a cut type of uh, follow through. He really, really likes to hold the face off a little bit, but Charlie kind of has that younger Tiger Woods swing right now. I think it's absolutely awesome that they got to share this moment together. I'm really glad that Tiger wanted to do this because they thought it brought a lot of new eyeballs to the TV screen as Tiger Woods will do when he's playing in a new tournament or event or something like that. So I thought overall, it was a really nice display of golf. Charlie is mimicking his dad with the fist pumps and all of that. And it makes me think how like when I was a kid, Bridget, I would like mimic my dad sometimes. Like we all kind of did it. And now we're seeing it on a grand scale of the best golfer perhaps to ever walk the earth being imitated by his son. It was really just kind of like an adorable little highlight to see. So I really enjoyed it overall. Oh yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think that they look very similar in the swing. I just noticed that Charlie, he sets up with his hands a little more ahead, but that honestly just gives him a little more for now. Like I'm sure that that's going to change and he's going to morph even more to his dad as he matures and, and grows. I think that it was very interesting how people kept saying, oh, like the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, genetics, genes, yeah. all this stuff. And, and I was thinking, this kid has been watching his dad on YouTube and highlight reels his whole life. That's why he looks exactly like him. You have to remember that Charlie's only 11. His dad wasn't really playing like seven, eight years ago. He took a little bit of a break. And I'm sure that seeing his dad play competitively live isn't really in his memory until recent. So I'm sure there was a lot of old film mm -hmm. in his in kind of his repertoire. And he probably studied his early, the early tiger, his dad, when he was younger, because that's probably what his dad showed him when he was sort of at the height of his career. So I think us seeing Charlie kind of mimic the 2000, 2001 tiger is literally because that's all he knows his dad to be. And like, that's super, super cool. Like imagine watching highlight reels of Tiger and like, that's your dad. Like, that's just, I, I was thinking about it and it was like making me like, it, it gave me goosebumps because that's just crazy. It's like, hard we to all, process. Oh, it, it's so hard to process. Cause we all watch, we all watch Tiger of old. I mean, we saw, I saw a lot of it live, obviously, but for like recent memories i've i've watched old film of tiger when i worked at golf channel when i had like some downtime i would literally go into the archive and just like watch old <laughs> rounds of him because it's it's so good like it's he was so good and so imagine watching that and that being like your dad like that's just that's so crazy it's 
it really it like it it really does make you like kind of feel like that that like earth shaking like feeling inside like wow that's like that's some real like historical awesome stuff that this little kid's getting to experience i think that us all witnessing his first eagle ever is like also really cool to have that on film like have that on tape it was really nice to see tiger in that space this is the tiger that i think we now sort of can resonate with he's the fluffy teddy bear tiger now Absolutely. This is the tiger that isn't like a robot. He isn't so mechanic. And and so he used to be like a machine. Like now he's a real human and it's nice to see. I like him in this space. I like this tiger. I think that it also showed that he's still very competitive. Like, yes, this is a quote unquote champions tour event, but I don't see tiger getting out of the PGA tour realm anytime soon. Mm. And I think this sort of kind of proved it to me like he he definitely felt like one of the younger guys out there like he's definitely not ready to go into that next chapter for sure which of course I love <laughs> um I thought so I actually snuck in I I hate saying this publicly but I put it all <laughs> over my social media so it's out there I um I was jogging uh over in that area purposefully and, you know, I, like, may have hopped a few fences and, like, snuck. Look at you, Bridget. Wow. <laughs> I, like, went through the backwoods, and I kind of was, uh, I was standing over, so I was across the lake that's right off of 13 Green, and, like, right to my left, so, like, straight ahead would be 13 Green, and then right to my left was 14 T. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. I'll get to see them finish up, and then I'll get to see them tee off. So I got there having no idea what holes those were, but I identified Nick Price and his son because his son was hard to miss um, using Getty images. I went like full detective on Saturday and I waited for about, it was probably like an hour and 15 minutes to see Charlie and dad come through. And it was pretty awesome. It was pretty cool to see uh, the, the kid in person. He's, he's a kid. Like he dropped his, I got him on, uh, on my camera. He dropped his club. Like he was goofing around his driver and he went back to get it. Like he's a little kid. It was awesome to see. I, I hope that we could sort of keep him a little kid. And like, we don't, this doesn't like pressure him now to like feel like the weight of the PGA tours on his shoulders. I know yeah. everyone's like, this is the second coming and, and it may very well be, and that's all fine and good. But like, definitely need to let this this kid he's 11 breathe and give him time and even if he were to get on tour we still have like a decade to go so like we all should just chill out um but it it was pretty awesome to get to see him and and my brother asked me were you more excited to see tiger or charlie and i said well tiger of course but then i like thought about it after the fact and i was like well who knows when the kid will like be out in public again you know so like i guess charlie too i don't know <laughs> it was like i was excited to see them both i to be fair justin thomas as we all know on this pod is one of my favorite golfers in the world and i could have cared less that he was out there with them so i think that speaks enough for itself um but it it was it was a really really good event i just wish there was more TV coverage of it and yesterday being on tape delay was yeah. really weird to me. Uh, but I think that they could probably figure that out in the future. I think they, I think NBC and Golf Channel got enough backlash that they should definitely try to figure something out <laughs> moving forward. Uh, but besides that, 
all in all, that was probably my favorite event of this year. <laughs> that's like the PNC father son. Who would have thought? Yeah, it's pretty funny. Well, you know, it's interesting. You bring up the whole second coming thing. And from what I could see, it seemed like everybody took it for what it was. But maybe you got a different impression, maybe during your Twitter surfing and Instagram surfing and what have you. Did you get an impression that people were saying, oh, my God, here we go. It's part two of Tiger. Or do you think people were pretty grounded about all of this? I think it was... I think it was both. I think there were a couple people who took it maybe a little too far where it's like, all right, all right, chill out, like calm down. But I also think that he was, I mean, he, he put on, he put on quite a display. The kid hit it down the fairway every single time. Like he rarely missed a fairway. He was driving it straight. He could putt. He, I mean, the upper cup fist pump yesterday was insane. Like that was pretty electric, not going to lie. Yeah, things like that, like, I honestly, I understand. I get where it comes from. And no, I mean, I think that everyone can accept that he's a kid. It's just, he is Tiger's kid, and he's this good. Like, I was kind of surprised that he was this good. I have to be honest. I Up until all of the chatter started, and up until they committed to play, and Charlie was going to be the youngest to ever tee it up in this event. Like, all those things, kind of reminiscent of his dad. Tiger was always the first to do things, or the youngest, or or what what have you. Um, once I heard that, I was like, well, Tiger wouldn't put Charlie in a predicament or in a situation that he wasn't prepared for, because Tiger's very, he's, he's a calculating man. He's a calculated man, excuse me. So, once I heard that, I was like, all right, so this kid probably has some game. And like Tiger said, during quarantine, they definitely have had a lot more time to play. So I, I was surprised by how good he was. I, and, and that's just maybe because I considered him like, oh, he's only 11 years old, and, but he is Tiger's kid. And when Tiger was like two years old, he was on the Ed Sullivan show. So it's I like, was just so- thinking of that memory. As right, you were it's talking. like so. The, or the was it Ed Sullivan or Johnny Carson? I, I forget know. which what show it was, but yeah. But yeah, so like I guess in that sense, why wouldn't he be great? The other thing is, I think that compared to Tiger, he's this kid is different. He Tiger isn't Earl. I think that they, I think that Tiger and Charlie have a very great relationship, as did Tiger and his father. I think that. Tiger and his dad, as we all know, were probably attached at the hip for the majority of Tiger's childhood. So they had a very, very close bond. And I think we saw this weekend that Charlie and Tiger have a very similar closeness, which is so nice considering, I mean, let's just say it, Tiger's track record. I didn't really know what kind of dad he was. We don't know all this personal stuff. Like, who knows? He he clearly wasn't a very good husband and, and that's publicly right. known. I'm not shocking anyone by saying that, but I think that this kid is just totally different from tiger. So I don't like the compare and contrast. If you want to compare the swing or whatever, fine. But like to put the weight of like the second coming or the game is in good hands for the next 50 years. I'm like, pump the brakes. The kid might want to be like a neuroscientist. Like, I don't know. You and know? you know what? Tiger's going to be okay with that. I think. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Tiger said it enough times as you did on Twitter. He just wanted the kid to have fun out there. And right. 
I honestly think that that is probably the best tactic. If you want your kid to go into anything that they desire to, you don't, you don't push them any which way you let them figure it out themselves. And Charlie clearly loves golf. He will clearly get on the PGA tour. I am just saying this, that he has the option to do whatever he wants. Whereas tiger, I don't think tiger really had an option. Tiger's dad fell in love with golf at a, at a older age. Tiger's dad didn't grow up playing golf. He became a great golfer in his adulthood and he was going to put that on his son. And that was tiger's destiny. Mm -hmm. What we're seeing here is nothing of the sort. It's, it's a totally different dynamic and it's a totally different trajectory. And what's so cool is Charlie looks like he loves the sport as much as Tiger did. And I don't think Earl would have pushed Tiger if Tiger didn't love golf. So I hate the people who say, oh, like Tiger doesn't even like the sport. Tiger <laughs> hates the game. That's he a did. take. Oh, I mean, you hear it all the time though. Like his dad forced him to do it and he was just good at it and he ran with it. Like, no, if Tiger didn't like golf, Earl wouldn't have pushed him so much. Like you can't have one without the other. Um, and, and so like for me, seeing Charlie, Charlie loves this sport. They went to the range after they were done. They went to the putting green. They were having fun out there. This is a game for the kid. It's fun. It, it literally is a fun pastime and that's awesome. And if that turns into your career or your life path, even better. But like, I think that what we should all take from this is that the little cat is maybe just as good as the big cat. And then we should just like relax. <laughs> face value that is the key for what right. transpired last weekend right just take it for what it was and then we shall see i will say you talked about the swing you talked about the closeness of their relationship together charlie's poise on national tv with all of the chatter and social media and what you have in 2021 or excuse me 2020 uh, in terms of just content and discussion and being able to really channel the tiger tunnel vision, if you will, and perform is really what actually stuck out to me the most. Charlie's just ability to stay focused, have fun, of course, and continue to build upon that bond with his dad and not get distracted. Granted, Bridget, we had a scaled down audience live at the event because of the pandemic but imagine you know if there were a lot more people i still think charlie would still have that poise because again he's got the gene there and it seems like he's uh using it pretty darn well yeah i think he and tiger sort of lock into each other i think yeah. they've probably played practice rounds just the two of them more times than anyone could could imagine so I think they get into this dynamic where it is really the two of them. And, and I like you saying like the tunnel vision thing. I think that Charlie definitely has that, like his dad, he's focused on what he's doing. He has, he has way more attention to detail than a lot of 11 year olds. I know you're in fifth grade when you're 11, like fifth grade. Like what is life? <laughs> you're just having yeah. fun. I'm like, I don't even know what I was doing in fifth grade. I was like building bridges with, popsicle sticks or something for like reading comprehension class like uh, he definitely has way more in the sense of he's gathered he's collected he was so calm out there like those nerves that like control of nerves and again 
he's been in the spotlight a lot of his life. So who knows? That may have groomed him for it. He's he's kind of just, he's grown up differently than your normal 11-year-old, which I'm sure has affected his ability to sort of tune out a lot. Uh, and, and I agree with you. It was really interesting to see him so focused. And he, he literally looked like a little PJ Tour player out there. Right. Like he was as committed to the shots. He was hitting them and saying like, be the right club or be the right number. Like that was crazy. He's, he's an 11 year old, be the right number. <laughs> it's like, that's, I, mean, I guess that's what Tiger used to say too. I mean, Tiger still probably says it. So he could be mimicking his dad, but he knows all the fundamentals of golf, which is really cool. And it seems like he was asking Tiger a lot of questions during the round. I don't know if you noticed, like he was very inquisitive too. And, and I'm sure he was asking the right questions. I don't know what he was saying to his dad, but he was definitely learning out there, which that's awesome. That, and that's how it should be. That should be a learning experience. Every time when you're a kid, you're taking it all in. And I think that for 11, he's definitely wise beyond his years. And he, he does seem very poised and kind of ready to be launched into the limelight if it ever does happen. And that's it. If it does happen. And if it does happen, we want him to want it to happen. So, uh, I think one of the takeaways is he's an individual. He is Tiger's son, but he's not Tiger 2. He's Charlie Woods. And, uh, of course, we want him to be great at golf, but we want him to be great at whatever he wants to do. So that is the uh, big thing there. But it was a great weekend and really a nice little escape, along with some football and what have you, uh, during these times. And looking forward to the holiday week as well. I hope you guys are out there as well. And uh, Bridget, I think that's going to wrap up today's show, unless there's anything else uh, sticking out at you. No, I mean, that's it. I Hats off to Justin and his dad. I feel like they should have won, but they did win. And, and so they did it. They accomplished that. And I can't wait to see like Tiger now sort of grow as that dad figure if he and Charlie do tee it up now like moving forward for the next however many years like that'll be pretty cool to get to see them evolve together so I'm just hoping that this wasn't the only time we're gonna see Tiger and Charlie I hope that better not be a one-off yeah no I hope not and and like you said because of COVID and and no fans and it was kind of a an awesome opportunity to sort of get Charlie out there with him I think that that might have even added to it and obviously the dial down schedule and just how things worked out this year and I know that Charlie really wanted to play this year so I'm just hoping that Charlie really wants to play every year moving forward and that's sort of a that's all I'm I'm hoping for because it was a lot of fun to watch. Absolutely. Hashtag, we want more Charlie Woods golf. Let's make that a thing. Uh, so that's going to do it right here on the Tiger Woods show. Happy holidays to everybody out there. Enjoy the week. Spend some time with your family and enjoy the little things because that's really all we can do this holiday season. And you know what? That's okay with me. I'm enjoying the little things myself. Bridget, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you. Merry Christmas, Cam, and happy holidays to everyone out there. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.